the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Portions of the following program have been pre-recorded. And now, from the rooftop of the Rockies, it's Backbone Radio with Matt Dunn. Wow, it is Backbone Radio. Matt Dunn here. How's everyone getting along out there? We got the groovy Blake behind the glass. You're doing well, my man. You're doing well. Living your best life. I can tell. I can tell you are. We both are. Had a little too much coffee as this Sunday went on, so sometimes I start talking a little bit too fast, and so the job of Backbone Country is to try to keep up tonight. Can you keep up with the host tonight? Are you up for the task? Are you up for the challenge? Oh, I think so. The elites out there in Backbone Country. Oh, we've got a lot to unfurl. The snow is melting. I spent 70 minutes yesterday shoveling my driveway, 7-0. And it's that thick, wet, heavy, like spring kind of snow, spring snow. But it's only February. I don't know what that means, but it's the kind of snow that's so heavy on your shovel, you have to have like that narrow little shovel. Because if you're going to go for 70 minutes and you're exerting massively with each scoop, you can't do that. So you have to like take these tiny little shovels out there and do like 100 scoops to get like one to to move just a little bit of snow but i love it anybody else love it isn't it fun to be out shoveling your driveway ah yeah the text the studio are coming in i think i have that refreshed properly tonight so i will see them all and respond to them all thank you in advance for keeping the host on track much appreciated 303-696-1971 is the phone number and maybe I will I'll just work this little clip in. Oh, NBC poll came out. It's been it's been pretty rough on the establishment on the beltway here this morning. The Sunday shows are all oh no, no oh my gosh, Trump is really blowing Biden out of the water. Biden's disapprovals are skyrocketing. His approvals are down at thirty seven percent, incredibly low. <laughs> Trump beating Biden forty seven forty two in the NBC poll. And the NBC poll is always bearish on Trump, always low balls Trump. So they're putting this out there. They're spreading the word that Trump is ahead. And here's how Meet the Depressed opened today. Kristen Welker. Good Sunday morning. We begin with our brand new NBC News poll, which brings more warning signs for President Biden and his reelection campaign. One of our pollsters tells us we are looking at a, quote, presidency in peril. With the general election just nine months away, President Biden has declined on every measure since 2020, is struggling with key elements of his base, and now trails former President Donald Trump by wide margins on the issues voters say are most important to them. Oh, that's a pretty picture if you want my opinion, and it backs up basically everything we've been saying all the way along around here, constantly vindicated by reality, never falling for any of the scams, the hoaxes, Seeing through all of the propaganda. That's just what we do. That's our trademark. 
Nothing gets by us. Well, nothing much, I like to think. We do maybe a few longer segments today. I've been reading about Ernest Shackleton, the Antarctic explorer, and the two-year survival story that Shackleton and his crew endured at a time when absolutely everything went wrong for these people. Everything. For two years. (laughs) Every single thing. And I just thought I would translate that to... How can we think about that? You know, if you ever feel like things are just going wrong, like everything is just going wrong, you get up, you do the slightest little thing, and it goes wrong, what's the proper approach to that? What's the proper mental stance towards that? Should we just give up throwing the towel and whine, fall over, complain, moan, or find a way to endure, persevere, find a way around it, overcome? I don't know. It's your choice. What do you think? I think... I think we'll at least explore that Shackleton. Just fascinating. Fun, fun when it snows out here and you're, you're, you're thinking about Antarctica and you got snow in Denver Metro. Makes it great. Hope you watched the uh, Russell Brand interview with Tucker Carlson the other day. Man, that was, that was just fantastic. I think it was the liveliest, most fascinating Um, interview I have seen in a long time about where we are today and about how we live now and the dark forces of our rulers, the darkness of the ruling class, the anti-human nature, anti-nature nastiness, freakishness of the people on top. They tried to shut up Russell Brand. They fired Tucker Carlson But I've got some explanations there. I think I want to go through that just a little bit. And there's Russell Brand. You know, he's doing stuff talking about meditation, talking about breathing. What the heck? Is Russell Brand trying to imitate Backbone Radio? Is Russell Brand a secret listener of this program and sort of following our lead? You know, we go down this road. Russell Brand says he's, you know, he thinks about God all the time. He's doing a lot of Bible reading. But he also wears all the beads, and he does a lot of Buddhist-inspired meditation. Kind of an interesting cat, if you want my opinion. And yes, the deep state wanted to shut him up because people were, like, listening to him and being influenced by him. They still are, actually, because he's not giving up. He's not bowing down. And um, they thought, "Uh uh-oh, he might be uh, sort of converting people to realizing what sleazebags we are uh, running the world right now. (laughs) And so... That was really good. I'll get into a bunch of that. How's, by the way, Tucker Carlson just apparently is in Moscow right now. Um, What do you think of that? Tucker Carlson, they say, maybe, going to interview Putin. He's going to interview Putin. Um, Wow. So we interviewed like Cat Turd on Twitter last week, going to interview Putin next week, this week, happening right now. We'll see when it airs, if it airs, if that's actually happening. Of course, all the usual suspects are upset. Bill Kristol's very upset. Adam Kinzinger very upset. Oh, no, he's a traitor. You can't go over there and talk to Putin. (laughs) But I say Tucker Carlson goes over to Moscow, talks to Putin if that happened, and then, hey, the chances of World War III just went down, what, 30 40%, maybe 50%. The warmongers like Bill Kristol, Adam Kinzinger, they're very, very upset that there's an obstacle to their next forever war. They don't want Tucker over there, you know, talking, you know, just seeing what's going on with Putin and maybe um, allowing a little sunlight into the discourse. Yeah, they don't like that. They don't like that at all. And a lot of the sort of fraud propaganda journalists, they're unhappy as well because Tucker Carlson is in the face. 
of these dark deep state power brokers. He's going, he's going for broke, and it's fascinating what this guy is doing. The in-your-face, and he's just, you know, hey, going to start telling the truth. Going to stop pretending. I like that. Let's, let's stop this pretending business. You know, who wants to be pretending when, you know, the country is going down the drain? <laughs> I saw that, that NBC poll, the aforementioned NBC poll, 37% approvals for Joe Biden. And that just confirms that the 37% who actually approve of Joe Biden, I mean, can you imagine these people? I mean, those are 37% <laughs> that have, like, zero situational awareness, no awareness of what is happening, what is going on. 37% of your American colleagues, no situational awareness. And so, you know, <clears throat> the kind of people that could be in a boat that is obviously, like, sinking, <laughs> the water's up to their ankles, the water's up to their knees, the water's up to their neck, and they still don't realize the boat is sinking. Yeah, that's... That's about 37% of us. Fannie Willis in Georgia. Boy, that one is imploding. They're wearing that case around their ankles. The coordinated election interference attack on Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of people kind of pretending, oh, Fannie Willis, really smart. Really smart. Yeah. Um, I don't think so. And that one is looking pretty grim right now. We'll get, go into some of the Fannie Willis business, the pretend politics of Nikki Haley again. Jenna Griswold has 10 minutes to talk to the Supreme Court and explain why Republican primary voters in Colorado could not possibly allowed, be allowed to vote for the candidate that they want to vote for. They can't be allowed to choose in our democracy. And people like Jenna Griswold have to prevent us. It is her duty, Jenna Griswold's duty, to prevent us from choosing who we might want to vote for in Colorado. Ten minutes to do that. think that'll work. Rapper 50 Cent talking positively about Donald Trump. Joining Snoop Dogg. Oh, wow, folks. Watch MAGA happen. African-American. Oh, the voting base there is going Trump in a big way. The ruling class is quite nervous. Hey, we're welcoming Jeff Hunt. To the weekday morning primetime slot. Jeff Hunt, great guy. Oh, that's going to be a lot of fun. Be right back. On your radio, smartphone, or smart speaker, News Talk 710, KNUS. There we go, Blake, some mamas and papas, some straight shooter action there. I believe that was on the soundtrack for that Once Upon a Time in Hollywood by Quentin Tarantino. You like mamas and papas? I drive. Kind of a 60s man back there. Backbone Radio, 303-696-1971. Yeah, you're invited to check in, text in. As the snow melts across Colorado, oh, we've just got all kinds of fun things to keep going on. 
Nikki Haley and the pretend politics. Oh, how are we liking the wide open borders? Yeah, it's just they get wider open all the time. Is it not amazing? I'll put forward a theory. Elon Musk is really rattling his saber over these wide open borders. But, you know, regarding Nikki Haley staying in the race, uh, she was on SNL last night, Saturday Night Live. So... You understand how this works, right? You know, the mainstream media doing everything they can to prop up Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley, who is trying to get every Democrat to vote for her uh, that she possibly could in New Hampshire. Still, Trump got the record amount of votes ever in the GOP primary in New Hampshire, a double-digit victory. And there's Nikki Haley again trying to get uh, Democrats to vote for her in the upcoming primary in uh, in South Carolina, her own home state. I mean, it's just it's just such a pretend thing, the whole Nikki Haley business. And you know, do, do, do you want to do you want to keep on pretending? I mean, is that what we want to do? It's you know, Bill Maher is not interested in pretending, and he's talking to the governor of New Hampshire, Sununu here and kind of schools him about, hey, you know, like, don't, let's not be wasting our time with uh, with stuff that's just ridiculous. And let, let's hear that real quick. First, wait, before, first, no, we're not. We're Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley 24. Okay. okay and I mean it. Let's deal in reality here. Yeah. Reality. Okay. First of all, Nikki Haley's not going to be the nominee. It is Trump. Let's not argue about stupid things. Secondly. <laughs> The voters do matter, and they're voting for Trump overwhelmingly. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> Let's go to a little I've darkness there for Sununu. You, you know, see, Bill Maher, he, you know, he's not interested in doing the pretending. I don't know. Do, you, do we want to be pretending at this point? Do you want to listen to commentators who are all about the pretending? I I, I don't think so. But let's 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 keep it into reality here. Voters overwhelmingly going for Trump over Nikki Haley. I think it's 79 to 19 in that NBC poll. And yet there's Sununu say, oh, it's going to be Nikki. It's going to be Nikki. Yeah. Reed Hoffman is the big funder of Nikki Haley, and he's a Democrat donor, an Epstein Island visitor. And so, you know, obviously they're trying to prop her up. And if a candidate goes on Saturday Night Live, NBC, um, you know, and it was just a cringeworthy skit with Nikki. And I almost brought in some excerpts of it, but said, ah, no. But that's how they do it. You know, they put them in the echo chamber. They're trying to prop them up. And it's just it's just not working. And, uh, you know, the American people just not interested in doing this. I saw this about, you know, Democrats in South Carolina, Nikki Haley trying to get them to vote for her in the upcoming primary. Um, And so an individual posted this on Twitter. Um, A Republican voter got this text message from Nikki Haley's campaign, and it says this, quote, you are eligible to vote in either party's primary, but you can only vote in one. In the Democratic primary tomorrow, Biden is winning by more than 50 points. In the Republican primary on February 24th, Former governor and U.N. ambassador Nikki Haley is running against Trump. She is catching up in the polls. Please make your vote count, end quote. So um, they keep pointing this out. Um, You can vote in either party's primary. They're trying to snag the Democrats. And so it's not a real campaign. It's a pretend campaign. Obviously, they're 
their whole game is to try to hurt Trump, try to damage Trump, and that. And it's when you're funded by the Democrat billionaires, the Godzilla billionaires, like I was talking about last week. Doesn't that make sense? And of course, we don't need to waste too much time on it. But I just want to make sure we're all clear on this. We're all very clear. James Carville, remember Carville? It's the economy, stupid. Remember that guy, the getting up there in years, the old Clinton advisor. He's talking. He's talking on MSNBC. And he says, yeah, hey, every day that Nikki stays in the race is a great day for us Democrats. It's a great day for us Democrats. I hope she stays in them. Thank goodness for those GOP donors who are actually globalist Democrat donors. Thank goodness they're they're propping her up, kind of like SNL and the rest of it. No, let me let me ask you while I have you Jen here about the Republican primary, because this is obviously going on. Nikki Haley's been out there every day. She's been going after Trump much harder. I mean, one, this, this feels like it kind of might help President Biden, but what do you think and how do you think they should keep using that? I, I don't want to relitigate 2016, but Bernie Sanders cost this reason, it's one of the reasons that Trump is at. I think this is great that Nikki Haley is saying, and I hats off to these Republican donors that continue to support her. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, obviously she doesn't have that much chance, but every day that she's in there, every day that she's on the attack, is a good day. And she's putting Donald Trump front and center. And you know, a lot of these billionaire Republican donors that I, I, I really don't care for very much, thank God, you know, I never thought, thank God for well, maybe the Koch brothers or something. But keep her in there <laughs> and, stay, and stay on the cutting edge. because Okay, Carville, actually telling it kind of like it is. Yeah, Carville, the Democrat, the Cajun guy, who is, he's just kind of a quirky guy. I actually met him once in Washington, D.C., and had a little hello with him. That was kind of fun. But um, you can't help but kind of like the guy. But, boy, is he a far-left political hack, of course. Helped saddle this country with the Clintons for all those years and Democrats uh, ever since then. But every day Nikki Haley stays in the race is a good day for the Democrats. (laughs) He, He just said that. And um, what is she, uh, uh, 60 points behind Trump in the polls. And so we'll see how it goes in South Carolina. I expect a dramatic victory in Nikki's home state, South Carolina. Well, Donald Trump has both senators, Tim Scott, Lindsey Graham supporting him, the governor, McMaster, supporting him. It seems like all the rest of the South Carolina polls, politicians are supporting Donald Trump. But, uh, you know, her, her plan, she can get the Democrats to cross over in the primary and vote for Nikki. That's, that's like her plan. Donald Trump addresses this. He was on with Maria Bartiromo this morning. We'll do more of this interview in a minute. Anti-Trumpers that are with Nikki Haley. Well, I'm winning every election by tremendous numbers. So uh, she had a great chance in New Hampshire because Democrats voted for her. And she still lost by 12 or 13 points. Uh, she had a you know, that was the one place that she had a chance because Democrats are stupidly allowed to vote in the Republican primary and uh, independents also. So they voted and uh, we beat her by a lot. Again, I got the most votes in the history of that primary. Yeah, most votes in the history of that primary. But yet, uh, you know, it just shows you again the discrepancy between the big globalist donors that run the RNC, right? And some of them, Democrats, actually, like Reid Hoffman. And they're trying to prop up 
prop up Nikki, and it's the, you know it's just trying to help Joe Biden out. That's what they want to do. That's the whole plan. Nikki Haley is trying to help out Joe Biden. Nikki Haley is saying, yes, it's good that Trump is being persecuted in all these kangaroo courts. And yes, it's good that the FBI raided Mar-a-Lago. And yes, it's good that they've spied on Trump. And it's good to have all these hoaxes from the deep state about Trump. And she's trying to support all that. She's a big supporter of E. Jean Carroll, who's about to go on a big shopping shopping spree with Rachel Maddow. Oh, yeah, you got to love that. Good job, Nikki Haley, and your pretend poly. Very cringy, says a text to studio about SNL last night. Be right back. Listen to podcasts of Backbone Radio with Matt Dunn at 710KNUS.com. From Tom Petty bringing us back in. Matt Dunn here. Blake's back there behind the glass spinning the tunes. You wreck me, says Petty. And uh, I don't know, like the American people, look at that NBC poll. They think Joe Biden is wrecking the country. Boy, worst president we've pretty much ever had. And uh, yeah, 81 million votes for that. Uh, Yeah, you know what I'm saying. When I say that, you know what I'm saying. Great Texas studio from the great American Eric. Dr. Dunn, we have to give a shout out to the whistleblower Amanda Timpson that exposed Fannie Willis's blank, blank spending all that Georgia's government funds to give it to that blank, blank. <laughs> I'm editing out some of the Nathan Wade. Amanda, she got fired for blowing that loud whistle. Matt, my brother, it makes you wonder if Amanda Timpson was a beautiful black MAGA woman president supporter. Hell yeah, ha! Thank you, great American. Yeah, the Fannie Willis thing, I I have to say. Yeah, uh, Fannie Willis had a whistleblower in her own DA office there in Fulton County. Fannie Willis fired the whistleblower. Amanda Timpson got fired in 2021, less than a less than a year into her tenure as Fulton County District Attorney. Yeah, um, Amanda Timpson got fired by Willis. And um, does, is that a good look? What do you think? Is that a good look? And then, you know, they're going after Trump. They're coordinating with the Biden White House. Does anybody think that there was like, not coordinating going on between the Biden White House lawfare team and Fannie Willis in Georgia. Are we going to pretend on that? Do we have to do that kind of pretending? And, uh, yeah, the whistleblower. How many meetings did they have? Did Nathan Wade, who is like, I guess, the lover, right, of Fannie Willis, like having an affair? She brings on this prosecutor. She's the DA. Ooh, that's like 
shall we say, unethical. That's like a no-no, especially in this incredibly high-profile, going-after-President-Trump case. All eyes around the world are going to be on this. And, oh, you know, just, okay, let's just start having the affair here, which I guess they've admitted to in this, uh, the most anodyne possible way they could admit to it. Over at Washington Free Beacon, January 31, 2024, article by Andrew Kerr, headline, Fannie Willis axed, axed employee who blew whistle on misuse of federal funds. Embattled Georgia DA has pattern of ethical violations, abuse of power, and misusing funds, whistleblower says. <laughs> you almost have to. I mean, like this whole case, I mean, they are wearing it around their ankles, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, this is kind of pretty much like the end of the road for all of this. But, you know, there's going to be some folks out there who are going to try to have this soldier on. Oh, keep going on. Oh, Trump's really bad. He's so bad. Trump is so bad. But um, it is hard for some people to penetrate and understand how this works and how the lawfare crowd works and how they coordinate and obtain the kangaroo courts to go after Donald Trump. Okay, it's like election interference straight up. Mm-hmm. Byron York has a tweet on this. Whistleblower said Willis's office was using federal youth empowerment and gang prevention money for swag, computers, and travel. Hmm. Willis did not deny. Then Willis fired the whistleblower. Hmm. Travel. Travel. Seems like Fannie Willis kind of enjoyed traveling a lot. Um, and even traveling with that prosecutor lover, or is it lover prosecutor? I don't know which order that goes in. Um, they, they, Nathan Way, they seem to enjoy traveling together. Great American, Eric. Um, don't you hope that they were having a good time with all of that uh, traveling along the way? Uh yeah, that's kind of the situation in Georgia. And sometimes you do step back and you kind of think, boy, does Donald Trump ever feel like, you know, he has the best luck in choosing his enemies? I mean, his his enemies seem to be the most incompetent and unethical bunch of people you could pretty much ever imagine, right? Um, gathered against one individual. They're obsessed, of course. And, the way I see Fannie Willis is, you know, she's a, a figurehead brought in to, you know, be the, the poster, uh, the front the front person for going after after Trump, of course. And, uh, oh, then there's the affair and all this stuff and fire the whistleblower. Julie Kelly over at Declassified Live, who has been one of the greatest investigative reporters this country has ever had on J6 and uh, lawfare against Trump. She has she has won the 27th. January 27th, 2024, at Declassified Live, headline, Disturbing Collusion Between Biden White House and Trump Prosecutors, an explosive defense motion filed in the classified documents case detailed extensive collaboration between prosecutors and top Biden officials to get Trump. But what does Jack Smith have to hide? And then she goes into the quote from this article, Emerging evidence also shows collaboration between White House officials and Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis's office related to her RICO indictment against Trump and several associates. Yeah, oh boy. Oh boy, that's just not looking too pretty 
out there. And if there are you know, any judges with integrity anywhere, do you think that they're going to factor some of these things in? <laughs> Last week, we talked a bit about uh, E. Jean Carroll and that completely ridiculous uh, defamation lawsuit against Donald Trump. And what does E. Jean Carroll do after she gets uh, awarded $83 million of Donald Trump's dollars? of which she will never see a dollar. But she, E. Jean Carroll, who is a little strange, and I went into some of the stuff that, uh, you know, about her last week in detail. What a bogus case. But uh, she goes on with Rachel Maddow, and E. Jean Carroll talks about she's going to go on this great shopping. She wants to help the world, and she's going to go on a great shopping spree with Donald Trump's money, and she's going to get a whole new wardrobe for her and Rachel Maddow. What do you think of this one, ladies and gentlemen? You've talked about using some of... Trump's money you're about to get um, to help shore up women's rights. Do you know what that might be, what that might look like? Yes, Rachel. Yes. Tell me. I had such, such great ideas (laughs) for all the good I'm going to do with this money. First thing, Rachel... You and I are going to go shopping. We're going to get completely new wardrobes, new shoes, motorcycle for Crowley, new fishing rod for Robbie. Rachel, what do you want? Penthouse? It's yours, Rachel. Penthouse and uh, France? You want France? You want to go fishing in France? No? Oh, all right, all right. Okay. That's a joke. (laughs) Although if, if me fishing in France... Could do something for women's rights, I would take the hit. You know, I would obviously uh, take take one for the team. All right, let me, let me. Oh, boy. (laughs) As if if you need persuasion. Rachel Maddow, who is all about Russia, 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 Russia hoax, Russia hoax, Russia hoax, Russia hoax for years was Rachel Maddow. And now she's going to go on a shopping spree with E. Jean Carroll. Um, to somehow shore up women's rights. Um, that's their plan, is to, um, as E. Jean Carroll said, to give Rachel Maddow a penthouse to go fishing in Francais. Go fishing in Francais. Yeah, they're going to fish there. Um, and uh, to get new shoes and um, new wardrobes. Yeah, new wardrobes for E. Jean Carroll and for Rachel Maddow. Megan Kelly saw that video clip and said, my gosh, I mean, that's the kind of video clip that will guaranteed win Donald Trump the 2024 election. How does Trump get so lucky um, with his enemies, right, for the people who are obsessed with him and who are making up stuff and coordinating and trying to create the hoaxes and take him down? I mean, that, that is incredibly bad, what you just heard from E. Jean Carroll and this Fannie Willis case is that that is almost I mean, it's laughable on one level, but it is egregious on every other level. And they're I mean, they're the ones trying to trying to keep Trump off the bat. You know, like get all the lawfare, get the kangaroo courts, then take the George Soros money, try to get him off the ballot in Colorado, a few other states, most every other state <laughs> except for what Colorado and Maine. Secretary of State in Maine trying to get Trump off the ballot up there. Our Secretary of State, Jenna Griswold. Can you, can you kind of put this picture together? I mean, can you kind of see it? They know they can't beat Trump with the ballot box. They know how, how bad Joe Biden is. They know what the American people think of Joe Biden. 
They know how successful Trump was as president against all of the odds, in spite of all of the media, round-the-clock propaganda, the hoaxes, the deep state perfidy, the spying, and the rest of it. So, uh, yeah, they have to try to pull these stunts, and yeah, so some of the commentators want to pretend that that's all legit. Yeah, let's, let's pretend that this stuff is legit. Yeah, eh, no thanks. Backbone Radio with Matt Dunn on Denver's local talk leader, News Talk 710 KNUS. There we go, a little honky-tonk ronkabilly from Loretta Lynn, deep as your pocket. The Texas studio flowing in so beautifully. And I, you know, I hit the refresh button and then there, there was a whole bunch I hadn't seen. So every once in a while, I guess I have to do that, like hit the refresh button. Uh, one ace in Pennsylvania says this, Biden is only bad at two things, domestic policy and foreign policy. Besides that, he's just fine. Besides, we've never had a president eat pudding like Joe Biden. Yeah, he likes the tapioca. Isn't that his thing? He likes to eat ice cream, ice cream. He likes ice cream, does Joe Biden. Uh, senior living in the White House, the United States of America. Um, that's where it's at. Yeah, 37% approvals. Boy, is that ever low, man. That is low. And like I said, where do these 37% come from that think like everything is great with the country like falling apart um nbc poll biden's approval rating has fallen to the lowest level since he took office approve 37 percent disapprove 60 percent on the economy approve 36 percent disapprove 61 percent ouch dude yeah, they're doing a big push to propagandize us about how great the Biden economy is. Barbara Streisand's been doing that. <laughs> and uh, and no one's buying it. I mean, that that is a horrible gap there. And people always look at Trump and think, oh, he's going he's gonna to get us money. He's going to make this economy better. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. And um, that's, uh, oh, and I didn't get this audio. And I was just reading a text from great American Eric. But uh, maybe we'll try to get it during the show. But uh, I think it was um, NBC sent a reporter to the to a African American to a black barber shop, and was asking the patrons at the barber shop is like, "Hey, you uh, you gonna go Biden or Trump?" And their response was, uh, "You know, when when Biden's around, we don't we don't have anything. We we we're, we're not doing well financially. But when Trump was in, we were all doing well financially. We're going for Trump at the barber shop. That's great." And our point person here is Great American Eric um, at the barber shops. Um, Newt Gingrich says this. Today's NBC News poll is a real warning for Democrats. Seventy three percent of the American people say we're on the wrong track. Wrong track. Whoa. Twenty two percent say we're on the right track. <laughs> anyway, Newt Gingrich says 
President Biden is at 60% disapprove, 37% approve. That is a three-to-one strongly disapprove margin. Among Republicans, President Trump is ahead of Haley 79-19. to In the general, Trump beats Biden 47-42. to For Congress, voters prefer a Republican Congress over a Democratic Congress 49 to 45. These are staggering numbers for Democrats. A positive, solutions-oriented GOP could win a Reagan-scale victory this fall. We could get a landslide this fall. A landslide, a MAGA landslide. And there's Newt Gingrich talking about it. But, of course, the Democrats, the media, the Reed Hoffmans, the Godzilla billionaires are trying to prop up Nikki Haley to do as much damage as she can to Donald Trump, which I don't think will be significant or even measurable. But it will cost a little money to have to be spent by Trump more in some of these primary states, including South Carolina coming up, Nikki's home state, in which he's about to go down in flames. Yeah. So, uh... Remember all this time? Was, oh, uh, Trump's not electable. Trump's not electable. Remember that, remember that propaganda piece? I always said, oh, that's not propaganda. He's by far the most electable of the GOP candidates. And uh, that's being borne out. It's been borne out by all the poll data all the way along. But, yeah, some of the rhino voices out there have been uh, enjoying saying things otherwise. And then uh, you've got this here, Paul Bedard over at the uh, what was it, Washington Examiner. Um, since Joe Biden took office, overall prices are up 17.4%. Food prices are up 20.3%. Rent is up 18.6%. Electricity is up 24.3%. Well, you call that Bidenomics, ladies and gentlemen. Everything is just going the wrong way. All the arrows are pointing in the wrong way to damage suffocate, strangle the American middle and working classes. That's their whole plan. Let's have high interest rates. Let's have high inflation. Let's do this. Let's have a wide open border. Let's have a woke military. Let's get all this stuff brewing. And uh, they think people are going to like that in our democracy. (laughs) All this incredibly unpopular stuff. They say that we live in a democracy. So does that mean they don't care? about the voters. They don't care what the people, the inhabitants of our democracy think. They want to make them miserable. Isn't that strange? The people get into power and they want to make the inhabitants of their democracy miserable. And the misery is reflected in all of this poll data that I'm I'm spitting out here today. And that's why, you know, the Sunday shows are so miserable all the time. By the way, I wanted to add one more paragraph from Fannie Willis, yes, uh, Julie Kelly, writing over in class, Declassified Live. All the, the collusion, it's collusion. You want to use the collusion word? The Biden White House and these kangaroo courts, these sham prosecutions of Trump, which are essentially just lawfare election interference. And um, the, uh, the first one I read, I'll reread it. Emerging evidence also shows collaboration between White House officials and Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis's office. Related to a RICO indictment against Trump and his several and several associates, and then um, just another note here, and uh, you got to factor all this stuff in. I mean, you got to be able to see all this stuff, right? Some people can't see it. It's amazing. You got to be able to see this, right? And anyway, quote from Julie Kelly: While the Biden regime worked behind the scenes to initiate the classified documents case, 
After all, Biden appointee Merrick Garland personally approved the unprecedented FBI raid of Mar-a-Lago, a decision that involved other political appointees. White House officials at the same time were collaborating with Willis's ongoing investigation into the 2020 election. Records show Nathan Wade, Willis's alleged lover, retained by her office. Should I say lover? Her alleged lover. Retained by her office and paid at least $640,000 for his work on the Trump prosecution team. Met with Biden White House officials twice in 2022, including the same day Garland announced the special counsel appointment. Oh, you, 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 know, you start adding all. I mean, what? What a bunch of nonsense. What a bunch of pretend scam nonsense. And, you know, I, I use strong language, but it's backed up with what's going on. It's backed up by reality. See, it's better when you're backed up by reality. Well, you know, it's better to not be pretending about stuff. <laughs> and so there we go, ladies and gentlemen. And I don't know how Trump, again, gets so blessed with uh, the most incompetent enemies that anybody could ever have. And Trump just plows right along, doesn't lose any sleep over it. Kind of wants to save this country, does he not? Might talk about this in a minute. Um, <laughs> the... Uh, um, oh, let me save that. Let me save that. But um, I don't know. So the Democrats know that they're heading into a bad scene November 2024. So what are they going to do? What kind of stunts are they going to do? What do you think? World War Three? Yeah. Can we get some kind of a war going? Middle East, Russia, China. Could, that, could we get martial law going somehow? You know, they're, they're, they're brainstorming. You know, what can we do? Can we you know, get more mail-in ballots? I mean, can we do that? I don't know. They're racking their brains. So um, good luck to them. Well, not really. Be right back. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.